So, are we recording? <laughs> Actually, we are. Oh, I was getting dear. these out today. Okay. So, are you guys all done with your hat situation and all? Sure. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about hats. That is the only thing that got brought up. Here we go. Well, welcome back to the LCR Media Podcast, folks. Now that we've got the uh, hats and some other things out the way here, and I was struggling with the, the mic arm. I don't know what's going on. It's got this weird lip here, so it's like at an angle, so that just keeps the mic keeps wanting to go away from me. So I was trying to fix it, but whatever. I'll just hold it. It is what it is. You improvise. You got to oh, yeah. be ready. You got to be ready for anything. I, I mean, I got uh, hat hair. I mean, I'm improvising. There I you have go. hair. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I have uh, no, no hair. hair. <laughs> Wide range. <laughs> going on today oh man well here, here we go back at pod row pod row started here at sync live last year humble beginnings couple of couple of tables couple of good podcasters got a lot of great content the show has grown we've done a couple more pod rows at other shows and that's grown that like we were at the huge convention mm-hmm. you folks may have seen us at pod row when you walked by with marvin um and uh August at the huge convention. Yes. We were there, um, but we didn't have this lounge area. So we stepped it up here. I like the lounge. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's fancy. I almost took a nap on that couch. <laughs> I mean, it's very nap worthy. It is. It is. And I like the plants and everything going on there. So you just need like a little waterfall, a little, <laughs> a little tranquil, some blankets, maybe. Oh, yes. that, that, that'll be the next version. Podro 4.0. You know, we're at 3.0. Podro 3.0 right now. So Podro 4.0 will be good. So anyway, enough of that fun stuff here. Let's go around the room. Who do we have here with us? Marvin Salcedo. Libby DeLucian. Drew Larison. Sweet. Drew, yeah. what do you do? I own a company called Larison Media, which is a uh, digital marketing agency that specializes in all things home service. Nice. Libby. Um, I I have a few things. I own a home service company. We do professional organizing and residential cleaning. And then I also own a recruiting software and also a quoting software for the cleaning industry. Cool. Marvin. (laughs) So I'm in the home service industry as well. Uh, We do all things landscaping in the lawn and landscaping world. Uh, We also do um, general contracting, home remodeling, uh, housekeeping, you can uh, name gar- all of them. Garage doors and HVAC. And then I've, I'm in the uh, mechanics world. I've got a garage and, uh, yeah. Hence the Marvin Salcedo, or hence the Salcedo Home Solutions. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that just makes it easier that way, right? It does. If you've got go. a home, they've got a solution. That's right. <laughs> I like that. Tagline. I like that. That's very nice. Are you trying to MacGyver that? I, I really am. I'm, I'm glad you're observing that, Libby. Good job. <laughs> if only the camera could. <laughs> it's all good. Mad respect what's Woo. happening right now. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, my gosh. Epic, right? It's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> and the best part is, like, it's working. It's actually working. It's good. <laughs> For those of you at home, he has taken his mic cable and wrapped it around the boom. It's like an Indiana Jones yes. move. And then around his arm. Right, like, so that I can rest my arm it, on my like, leg so I don't have to hold the, the dang mic <laughs> because it's on this weird slant. <laughs> so, it. yeah, thank you. We, we, we improvise. We, um, what is it that my, um, <laughs> my, uh, my high school, now college, marching bands, percussion instructor, that's a lot there, 
That, that is was, a lot. It's a long title. Yeah. yeah. That was very um, disgruntled. <laughs> he used to always say, adapt and overcome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, we adapt and we overcome. There you right go. Right here on the House Gear Media Podcast. Yeah. So, so Libby, um, last I saw you, you were nominated for the biggest badass. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us all about that. Let's get it going. Come on. Um, well, that's a field edge competition. I think it's Field Edge, yeah. Yes, it is Field Edge Field Edge now. competition, because it was a service autopilot competition. Right. Um, and so they grade you, you submit your video, and they grade you based off of growth, personal growth, business growth, and um, video editing. So, um, yes, I was nominated. I did not win first place, but the one who person who won did was a great transformation. Um, but it's a really fun contest, because it makes you sit down and really capture your personal growth and professional growth and document that on camera. Yeah. It, it, hold, hold on a second, Mark. <laughs> hold that thought. It, otherwise, I'm going to lose my thought. It was my first one. And so, I, you know, I'm sure, it, it, I don't know if this is always the case, but there was a lot of, all, all the candidates, I'm like, how do you even choose? Yeah. Like, there were some some good candidates there. So, I, I don't know how, how you guys choose every year, but Marvin, I know you won Biggest Badass back so in the day. So, fun fact, I'm the only one who has ever won first, second, and third place. <laughs> wow. Explain that. How does that work? Exactly? So uh, in three three different years, I, I won one first place one year, second place another year, third place another year. Oh man, don't don't admit that anymore, Marvin. You just went, you just declined. That's so sad. It is what it is. <laughs> no, but but then but then then you took off and you are what you are now, and you're like, I don't need this biggest badass competition. <laughs> I'm. Hey, once I, a badass, I know, always I know, a badass. Exactly. There you go. I know I'm a badass. I don't need this competition. Yep. Yeah. Good time. The prize is pretty nice, though, right? It was nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about. I think it's ten grand, twelve. For like grand? a towards a trip, twelve grand, right? twelve grand yeah. towards a trip, the trip of your dreams. It yeah, was fifteen thousand when I won. Yeah, they've lowered it <laughs> over the years. Inflation. <laughs> Instead of man. inflation, it went up. It's kind of <laughs> Deflation. Oh man, yeah. they had to it's do some do some budget cuts. I guess. Yeah. Times are hard. But I mean, it's a great way to get free content for your users to talk about how great their growth journey's been. In your community. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I thought they were all inspiring for all different levels. And, and what did you, I don't think you explained this. What's the, or did you, the criteria for the biggest badass? So it's percentage of personal growth, um, business growth, and then video editing. So there's not necessarily you have to grow by this much. It's, it's judged off of the gro- amount of personal growth, the amount of business growth, and Isn't then Isn't it like 40, 40, 20 or something it's like, like that? It's like 40, 40, 20. So video editing is just basically how well you tell the story of what you've done. So and if I, it looks like the, the Blair Witch Project, <laughs> right. probably not going to do so great. And that was the 20% probably, right? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 the other two are obviously weighted more heavily because they, I don't know, they're, it might be obvious, important but it ter- seems pretty yeah. important to me. Yeah. I mean, editing's great too, but some people just aren't great editors, yeah. but they are great at yeah, I mean, I mean, being a like, badass. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people, like you know, somebody like transformed their whole physical appearance and their health, and just all kinds of different things. So, um, very inspirational, to, to to say the least. So, what are your goals this year, guys? What what are you doing, Marvin? What am I doing, Lord? Um, so, with my home service business, uh, we are shooting for six point five million and climbing. Um, I'm hoping to find a plumbing company and an electrical company to onboard with us. Um, 
and just continue to press forward. Um, I mean, I've always got stuff in the works and I've got another business that I'm in the process of trying to get started. And man, I'm always got something up in the air, always trying to juggle something and move forward. I, I don't like sitting around um, and I refuse to be average. So mediocrity is not my thing. Nice. Average sucks, right? Average sucks. It does. That's what think, a lot of stickers say. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, I think uh, at the huge convention, I forgot the gentleman's name across from us who was like the keynote and everyone said it was epic. He had like the mm-hmm. average is, sucks. Is, is, isn't that his name of his book or something too? Yeah. Average sucks. <laughs> there yeah. You there you go. Um, so how, how about you, Libby? Keep um, banging into Marvin's wire. Sorry. <laughs> so one thing I've learned is that you cannot focus on give a hundred percent to multiple things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now I'm sitting, um, so the three companies that I'm involved with, I am sitting as in COO as one. I was sitting as CEO on all three and, um, currently focusing on the recruiting software. So I own Woot Recruit, um, and we do recruiting for primarily high turnover industries like lawn care, landscaping and house cleaning, commercial cleaning. And so that's my focus right now. I'm putting my home service company kind of on autopilot. Um, that doesn't mean we don't have goals in each one, but my more aspirational goals are right now are in the software. And so we're, we're looking to hit about 4,750,000 customers um, by end of year. Those were two different numbers. There was a, four million. There was a comma in there. Four million revenue, seven hundred fifty customers. Okay, yes. not four million seven hundred fifty customers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, thanks for the clarifications. <laughs> no, those are two different numbers. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so you know, that's the one thing I've learned. I think out of the year is out of last year is you can't give a hundred percent to multiple things. You have to pick the one you want to focus on and be okay with that other thing just coasting for a little bit. And then you can shift that focus. Yeah. Um, I, I think Ron Swanson said it best. Uh, and if you don't know who Ron Swanson is, I know what you're about okay. to say. Yeah. He said, uh, never, never uh, half ass one thing. He said, whole ass. Yeah. One thing. Or never <laughs> half ass anything, whole yeah. ass one thing. Yeah. Well, like at the end of last year, I yeah, read that 10X is easier than 2X book, oh, yeah. which is really that whole concept, right? Like it gives examples of history of like Leonardo da Vinci. He didn't do multiple different types of art you know like he stuck to like one thing and that's why he became the greatest at what he was and it's when you give all of that focus to one thing that's when like real crazy growth can happen i'm just wondering where like he found the other three turtles that's that's a great question that wasn't that wasn't in the book but i I read that right before the end of last year like what a great book to start a year with like to get you really focused on one thing and it's amazing. Did you see what I did to my house after I read that book? No. I threw, I got rid of everything in my house. That's a great thing. Everything in my house. Wow. Because it's easier to 10X than it is 2X because 2X is linear. Yeah. Right? Mm. Where 10X is I have to make such an exponential change in my life. Yeah. That is, I, I, am, I can only go up. Well, it's easier like, to have, have like to, that. It's literally, they say it's like committing suicide with the current version yeah. of yourself. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, it's, and that's what they say. So I looked around my house and I said, is this how, because my aspirational goals is a hundred million dollar CEO. Is this how a hundred million dollar CEO would currently be living? And I looked around and I was like, no. So yeah. I got my husband on board and my kids. I have a 15 year old and a five year old, five year old, no idea what's going on. 
The 15-year-old agreed. What's mommy doing? <laughs> All her toys. Gone. <laughs> Vacuuming the air. Oh, my gosh. I've seen so many memes about that. So we got rid of, we literally donated everything. Um, a lot of it went to some of our employees. We, we gave them first options, but we donated everything. Furniture, we got rid of clothing. We kept like 20%. We agreed our clothes. I mean, the silverware was gone. The couch was gone. Every plate in my house was gone because we wanted to literally commit that ver- commit suicide with that current version of yourself. And what does that look like? Well, they say too in that book, what you're describing is like when you like hoard on to a bunch of stuff, that's a version of that scarcity mindset. Like you're, you're afraid to get rid of anything because you don't know if you're ever going to be able to get it back. Yeah. But if you have that abundance mindset, you can get rid of things that are maybe holding you back. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's funny. This is where the conversation is going. Cause I had that same thought a few weeks ago. Cause like our company's growing to another level. We're getting like uh, clients all over the country, like these two. And I had that exact same thought. We can't be the mindset and the ideas that got us to where we are right now are not going to be the ideas and mindset that will get us to where we want to be going. Yeah. So you have to drop a lot of mindset. You have to drop a lot of things you're comfortable with that you've gotten really good at that have gotten to where you are. But those exact same things are not going to get you to what, you know, the next level that you want to get to. And it's hard because as humans, we like comfortable. We like things that we know well. We like being confident in things. But to get to that next level, none of that happens in comfort. So it's it's this... But that book talks a lot about, like yeah. I said, it was the best book to read at the end of, like before a start of a new year. The other reason I did it was capacity, right? If I wanted to up-level the companies and myself, I need more time. And if I have objects or stuff in my house, it's taking up my time to manage. And then one of, one of the services we offer in one of my home service companies or verticals is professional organizing. So it was like all these old objects are grounding me to my past. Mm. 100%. So it's time to just clean house and get rid of it. It was the best thing ever. And I'm going to tell you, I still don't have plates in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We need to get you some plates. <laughs> well, can, we can, I mean, Amazon go can fund get you plates. At, uh, yeah. Can we put a link to in the description <laughs> well, of this? The Buy reason Libby I don't have plates, Libby plates is because when you go through this mental transformation to up-level yourself, when I went to go buy something, I was kind of like, you know what? None of that's speaking to me right now. I'm not going to just buy something to buy something. So I just told my husband, I was like, we're going to eat on paper until I find the plates that I just, oh, those are it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Have, have you ever, you, have you guys heard of Mike Michalowicz? Yeah. So like there is one, one of his many books. He said something like, um, just one more day, right? Just one more day. Like, oh, I'm going to go to Home Depot um, tomorrow, you know, just one more day. And he's like, well, Mike's like, it was someone that Mike was interviewing and he's like, well, do, you, do you remember this? Yeah. You hear this? Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, what are you doing? Just go to home. We just passed Home Depot. Yeah, no, it's good. And he just kind of taught him the lesson, right? You, you all know this, but for the listeners, you know, he, he taught Mike the lesson that, you know, if you can wait one more day, then maybe you really don't even need that thing. And you're saving money, time, energy, and, and it's becoming more of a mental, um, it's like a, a fitness test, you know, a, a mindset test, like to strengthen really you, discipline. It? What's that? Do you really need it? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. in this whole process, I had four cars and sold all of them but one. And it was my husband's car. He kept it to give to our fifth. He's fixing to be 16 years old. And to that point, I don't have a car. And literally everyone's like, how are you getting around? I'm like, it has been the best thing ever. You know why? It's given me time back. I can say no to everything and everybody. <laughs> and I can't help you, man. I'm like... Yeah. 
Toro is proud to sponsor the LCR Media Podcast, and right now, you can save big on Toro equipment. Get up to $2,000 off select Z-Master and Grandstand mowers during Toro's preseason sale. These beastly zero turns can increase your productivity and improve cut quality, impacting both your clients and business for the better. Visit your local Toro dealership to save or click the link in the episode description. Hurry, offer ends February 29th. Wow, your neighbors must be like, Libby's going crazy. She must be going bankrupt. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> here's to the crazy one. But here's the thing. If I go somewhere now, I'm driven. Like, I take an Uber to the airport. I'm Ooh, always Ooh, that's traveling. a double meaning. You're driven. When you're going somewhere, you're driven and you are driven yeah. to go somewhere because you have to get someone to drive you. So you better make sure you're going somewhere important. Yeah. You're driven. I like that play on words, but go ahead. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just took this little topic to the extreme. <laughs> no. no, that's that's epic, and you stole all of his time. So, no, go ahead. What are your What are your goals? Uh, really, just to keep growing in this space. Um, like I said, like these two are clients of ours, and um, we really started taking like home service world serious like eighteen months ago. Is where we really like dove in and really found that's where like our niche is. You know, so we help like cleaning companies. Uh, you know, roofing companies, lawn and landscape companies, like that home service is really where we love to be. Um, but it's a unique breed of industry, you know? So it's not one like any, like other industries you can just jump in and do marketing. Are you saying crazy? A little bit. Oh, you guys are, you're nuts. A yeah. Bit. In the best way, you know, it's not an insult. Here's to the crazy ones, like <laughs> I said. Um, but just to keep keep learning, you know, keep learning um, about the, these life. worlds, keep uh, providing services, Um to these industries that honestly have been underserved. I think in the marketing world, there's a lot of companies that have burned a lot of bridges in this world. So I think we can come in and provide a, a new light of service that they haven't seen before. Either underserved or taken advantage of. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of hurt. I mean, a lot of times on like discovery calls, I, I'm, I'm apologizing for my industry quite a bit, you know, like because a lot of companies have burned bridges and we're coming in and I think providing a, a different type of service that people haven't seen before. So. It's cool. So coming to a lot of events like this one, um, just being in networking groups with people in the home service world, picking on these guys a lot, you know, always grabbing their <laughs> ear. Hey, can I talk to you? Hey, can I get this? And just keep learning because the more we learn about this world, the better our services are going to get, which means the better our services are going to get, the bigger impact our clients are going to be able to have. So just keep doing that. It's good. Nice. So I wanted to ask you guys uh, maybe a couple of, couple of part question or a couple of answer question but i really want to ask you like what could you recommend the listeners like what one thing could they focus on to get them to like a million dollar or more business and then i thought to myself maybe we should explain why that even matters like why is it even important like because it seems like everyone that's their that's their goal right to get to a million dollars or something and like and no one knows why right (laughs) <laughs> no one really knows. No, Let's dive into that. It's yeah. overinflated because I was on that rabbit hole or that hamster wheel of, I want a hundred million dollars yeah. revenue. And I did, but no one says, well, were you profitable? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I blew so much money and made so many mistakes just trying to get to a million dollars. But at the end it was, it was irrelevant. It was absolutely irrelevant. So yes, it's a great milestone, but I think we have to make sure that we're also paying ourselves at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it is like this number that's just out there 
I mean, you had shows like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? I mean, there's that society-wise, we put so much pressure on that word millionaire, and we don't really know why. Um, but there's also like, I don't know, I was Tim, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and I'm like, man, I almost just don't even want to set specific year revenue goals anymore. Mm -hmm. Because like, I feel like when you get there, you're like, oh, okay, but I keep going, right? Like, we haven't made it. No one gets to a millionaire like, all right, I'm done. We did it. Congratulations, <laughs> right. guys. You know what I mean? Like, you want to keep going, you know? So, right. world's greatest coffee. Great. Yeah, coffee. <laughs> you did it. Uh, no, I had like that realization. I'm like, why was that such a big deal? That's not my end goal. Like, I, you I, I tell saying. you, I think the reason why it's such a big deal is growing up, a million dollars seems so unachievable. Yeah, but yeah. come on. I don't know if I can cuss on this podcast, but I'm like, a million it's not like we got a million dollars no. in our bank account no, come on <laughs> no, no no that's not how it all works no like, but like when in our head we want to be a millionaire right but when yeah. our company's grossing a million dollars it's not like but even that right. how people define what a millionaire is is defined differently by everyone some yeah. people say you have to have like a million dollars cash some people say like you make a million dollars a year you know so it's even that is such a vanity metric but we've put in so much we've put so much pressure on a vanity metric for some reason like I said, like you get there and you're like, okay, but what next? Like that, that, you know, the happiness doesn't live long when you hit that. Um, that so dopamine I, high disappears so quick. Um, I'm a, I'm a university of Michigan football fan. We've had a pretty darn good year in football, right? We won the national championship and I've waited so long for that to happen. And like two days later, I'm like, well, what now? Yeah. You know, but like, it's almost like the losing, the waiting for like the loss or like building up to that. That's almost more fun because then you get to that moment and you're like, oh, well, we haven't okay. answered his question yet. What was your question? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I know what I want to say, but we haven't answered his question yet. <laughs> so, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What was the that. question? Again? Let, me, let me jump in and say something. <laughs> so you were talking about not setting goals. I always set two goals for myself every year. So I set a, a difficult but achievable goal, and then I set a big hag goal, a the big, big hairy, hairy audacious yeah. goal. Yeah. And I'm I'm always shooting for the big hag goal, and if I miss it, I'm gonna definitely hit my other goal. Yeah. You know, it's the, it's the whole the whole sure. chain of uh, shoot for the moon, and if you miss, at least you're up there with the stars. What? I'm what? gonna shoot for crazy. Yeah. But as you should. If I miss it, I'm definitely gonna hit my other goal. Yeah. But it's, there's just more to that goal than just money, oh, I think is yeah. what it is, you know, because dollars just can mean a lot of things. But like, why a million? What happens to your staff? What happens with your clients or your customers when you hit a million? Like all those like sub details of that million, that's really what should matter, not the actual million dollar mark. Yeah. Go, Libby. What were you going to say? Oh, no. I was just going to answer your question. Go ahead. What advice would we give <laughs> yes. to get to a million? Um, <laughs> Stop caring that if you hit a million or not. <laughs> um, my advice, if you're trying to grow to a million, that's a great goal. Like, we're not trying to shoot that down. And I would say, I think the biggest thing that I learned is to invest in myself uh, earlier. If I knew what I know now in my 30s, and I'm not in my 30s. <laughs> um, no. Like... I would get to these goals or these milestones much faster. Um, so don't be scared to invest in yourself. And that's yeah. going to cost a lot of money because you can buy the shortcuts. Read the books. <laughs> it's the cheapest $20 coach you could ever pay for because the books give us the shortcuts. Hire real coaches. 
um, because they've made the mistakes and they can coach us through it instead of trying to constantly figure it out ourselves. Yeah. Right? Constantly, oh, be, oh I, don't, I don't need to pay for a coach. Like, I'm going to try to figure it out myself. I spent millions at the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> yes. And you this, probably could have spent half of that and, and been more successful, right? God, yes. Yeah. So much. So when I started to invest in myself and I have the confidence to say I'm going to pay ten grand for a coach or a course, I, I doubled my revenue in three months. Like, so invest in yourself and then... Um, you know, ultimately you have, you have to, have to, have to be healthy. And I know that sounds so like you have to take time to focus on your health, yeah. your sleep. Uh, I have a mentor. His name's Dan Martell. He's like belt buckles and bank accounts, right? They can't both go up. One must go down for the other to go up. So, um, we can't, you know, you can't be overweight. You have to be exercising because you have to have a clear mind to, so that you can work at the highest capacity possible to get there at, at an accelerated rate if you want to achieve it fast. So your health and then also invest in yourself. That's good. Yeah, I, and I agree. And I think that's becoming more, especially what you said, health and investing in yourself. I think that's becoming more and more of a trend all over, which is which is great. You know, like different types of dieting. I mean, Netflix, you know, shout out to Netflix, hashtag not sponsored, but that'll be epic. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, right? Yeah, you never know. Um, call me. But <laughs> but no, like they, they've really been shining the light on a lot of things, right? They have all these great original documentary, you know, all these different series. And they've got one, um, you know, like the... Uh, the the twin show where they're studying different twins, two different diets, like the, the regular diet and then the vegetarian diet. And then they've got another show about um, like, what are they? Cent cent centarians or centenarian or something like that where you live over a hundred or at least to a hundred. Mm -hmm. And they went all over the different places of the world where the pockets of those people live and try to figure out why and what are the common denominators and try and recreate that in another town, all this cool stuff. So that is really helping as well. But so I think there is a trend and us talking about it can hopefully, you know, keep that. And you know, part of that is also mental health too, right? And no one talks about that. I try to talk about as much as possible because I struggle with mental health, I guess you would say, before I even started doing all this. When I was in retail management, I thought I was just going to, I don't know, jump off a bridge or something. Like my life had just gone completely downhill and I never got to see my family and it was terrible. So I literally pressed the hard reset button on my life and started a lawn care business after doing it part-time for a year in retail, you know, to, went from a homeowner with the best lawn in the neighborhood to like, how do I make this professional? Then stumbled upon the, the, uh, infancy of the, um, of the social media community with the lawn care millionaire making his content. I'm just like, oh, wow. And fall down all that rabbit hole and become a part of all that and make my content. And ev everything has changed in so many ways, mentally and physically. But there's not enough focus, I don't think, on talking about that. We talk about making a million dollars, but what are some things to get there? Like, you know, your health, mental health, your physical health, all that is definitely a big thing. And not enough people talk about it, I don't think. No, it's it's not talked out talked about enough, and and it is a real thing. I mean, you know, even as successful as we all are, I mean, I'm sure that we all deal with it. I know that I do. Oh, I have imposter syndrome. Like, there's no yeah. buddy's business. Yeah. Um, it's just the practices we put in place to help us work through that. We can get through it faster. And also, like one of the huge things I did was I cut out sugar and carbs. It's been two years now, and how that helped my mental clarity was unbelievable. Mm. Nice. Nice. What, um, what I was going to ask too is if you had a million dollars in the bank, would that be different? Would you feel different than making a million dollars? If you literally had a million dollars in your bank? How do you know I don't? 
Well, we are all just talking okay. about not having it. <laughs> <laughs> going on the uh, going on what you said, like, okay, I made a million dollars and that felt all great, but I didn't make, like, I I, I generated a million dollars in revenue, but that doesn't mean I actually physically made a million dollars. Like yeah. that went through my bank account or it was in my bank account. Like, and back to what you were saying, like all the different ways of thinking about if you're a millionaire is how much, you know, I generate, how yeah. much I'm worth, how much is currently in my bank. So as soon as I sell, spend $1, I'm not a millionaire anymore, you know, yeah. like, so th that's whole, that whole thing. But I was just curious if you actually generated enough money to then have a million dollars actually in your bank account. And would that make you think differently? Like, oh, I truly am a millionaire. And, and would it be, you know, just ponder on that. Would, would that be different? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Because you, you climb that hill and you look up and there's always another hill to climb. Well, it's so, also you fall in love with the game of running a business, yeah. whether what you, no matter really what you have in the bank or not, like a good entrepreneur, it's like a game to them, building something or getting to the next level, no matter really what you have. Now, it might affect some of your decisions and investments that you put in because you have more in the bank to play with and like take more risks and things like that. But day to day, it, I don't think it should. Well, no, but you had said climbing a mountain, right? So there's mountains. We climb it. We get to the top and we sometimes we reach it and we don't feel that fulfillment. We don't feel like whole. Yeah. And then we see that mountain over there and we're like, oh, instead of one, I'm going to get two million now. And you get to two million and you still don't have that feeling yeah. of wholeness or fulfillment. It's because we're all chasing the third mountain. And the third mountain comes from either things that we're passionate about, those things that you would do for free, maybe trauma past experiences in our life. And we are going to keep chasing these if we're chasing that feeling for, until we yeah. find what our third mountain is. Yeah. And sometimes it can be associated with our, our, our companies. Sometimes it's not. Maybe our companies can contribute money to that reason. But we're going to keep chasing that mountain. And if you feel like you lack that fulfillment, it's because maybe we need to find our third mountain. I'm really big. I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. It's profound. And he's got the book, Start With Why. I could be smart. You could be smart. <laughs> Sometimes you say you some good things. Yeah. <laughs> Simon Sinek, he's got a book called Start With Why. And it kind of changed my life, my wife's life, and our businesses so much so that we now offer why discovery consulting where we help small businesses find their why or do personal why. So I have like a personal why statement now. But like that goes, my personal why has nothing to do with money. You know, and like if you find that like reason you're moving, reason you're doing what you're doing, that's the metric of like success mm -hmm. and has not, has not tied to money. Like my personal why is I want to be a positive influence so that together we can create a very large impact. That's it. So that's my, all I want to do. My personal why, and I've just recently found mine is I really want to help women, uh, entrepreneurs. Like we struggle with mind issues. So we're not naturally like confident. We don't have that confidence men have. We struggle with imposter syndrome or being judged that maybe we're not taking care of our kids or do it, cleaning our own house, but helping women in that entrepreneur space and also helping women know that like, if you're coming from um, a bad background, like abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, that it doesn't have to be that way. Like we can go out and start these companies. And I know that because I went through that and it doesn't define who we are. <laughs> it just makes us stronger. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So I want a million dollars of stories of helping businesses create more impact. Mm. That's what I want. Nice. I don't care about the million dollars. Right. I want a million stories of impact. And like, that's what would like light me up. That's cool. nice. I, I actually get my most fulfillment from where I make the least amount of money. <laughs> I do. Money I, gets I, old. Me too. <laughs> I mean, look at me. I'm 
working for free right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I, 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 I love it. There's something about, you know, that the things that I was missing in life in childhood drove me to your third mountain. Yeah. To, to, to like, I, I had no, nobody. I grew up like an only child, um, one parent, only a couple of close friends had a lot of extended family they never saw. So I craved community. So I've just been creating it in the lawn and landscape. And made your own community. So, I mean, I identified like the potential. I was like, oh my gosh, these are my people. So I've just been doing everything and anything that I can to collaborate and grow, foster growth everywhere that I can. So thank you guys for, for joining me on this journey and being a part of the podcast. Absolutely. Do you guys have any final parting words? They're going to start wrapping up soon. So here. I was going to say, to answer your question from earlier about how to hit a million, and this goes with any any revenue that you want to hit, is uh, most most business owners, that are, especially the smaller businesses, let me be more specific there, the bigger we get, the more systems and processes we put in place. But the smaller business owners, they show up and they put out fires all day. They just chase their, their professional firemen. And it can be exhausting. You're constantly, you know, worrying about troubles and you're dealing with this and dealing with that problem. But you need to you need to show up and do something on purpose with a purpose every single day. And if you show up and you are intentional with what you do and you do something on purpose with a purpose every day, you will move your business forward. You will grow your company. Nice. Yep. So, Mic drop. <laughs> um, I it's think an my, expensive headset. Don't drop, yeah. Yeah. Don't no, drop no, no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> His hat might fall off. Uh. Um, I think my parting words are just give yourself some grace. Um, there are, you know, there are no, you, you're not going to lose. It's all a learning lesson. Yeah. So take that lesson. It's not a loss. And um, give yourself some grace and time. Um, I think we're just constantly, constantly trying to work and work and work in the day to day and give yourself some grace and some time. Step back, learn from that moment, and then just say, I'm never going to make that mistake again. Yeah, patience. Patience is hard, especially, I don't know, we talked to like a lot about the world's definition of why a million, run for that million, run for that million. Just have patience. You're going to figure it out. Um, my biggest tip, and that's something I've done like last 18 months is, Find as many rooms as possible where you're not the smartest one in it and spend time in those rooms. Spend time around those people um, and it, it will amaze you what place that will put you in. Yeah. You know, because if you've started a business, you've been, you've had some success, you probably pre think pretty highly of yourself. They gotten you where you're at, but then you put yourself in a room of like 30, 50, I don't know how big the room needs to be, but like of other people that you're not the smartest one in it. You get humbled real quick. Yeah. And if you're like a true entrepreneur, that humbleness makes you hungry to be better. And like, it's amazing what things can happen after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It drives you. Yeah. And on to your, uh, to um, add on to your patience, for me, it's all about the long game. You know, like um, all of the my ideas were years in the making, you know, and like this pod row had humbler beginnings than it has now. And it was an idea a couple of years ago. We introduced it to a specific event, a specific trade show that said no at the time. And now we're this close from a yes. I'm like, just let me get through this one and I'll, I'll take some more pictures tomorrow when there's more people here. <laughs> and, um, and we'll all add that to the plan so you can give it to the team and, yeah. and we'll, we'll make it a yes. And, uh, so when you guys, you'll know when you, when, when, when this happens and, um, that's the long game. Awesome. So, I knew they would be paying attention. I knew Fall in love watching. with the game. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fall in love with the game, not just the results the game can create. And the really cool thing that happens is as you grow your business, business becomes a math game. Mm-hmm. It's no longer about just producing a widget or, you know, fulfilling a widget. It's math. And you tweak and adjust and change and your profitability goes up. It, math and people. It's so the cool. People. If you build the people, they'll build the company. Yeah. Math and people. Wow. Nice. Well, thank you guys. Great episode. I appreciate it. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of nuggets. Hopefully I can clip a whole lot of good stuff that you guys said and um, give back to the community and help everyone grow. So thank you guys for being a part of it. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.